Kevin, it's been uh, a few weeks, hasn't it? Uh, we, we chatted for um, uh, the documentary. Um, for, for Life in a Day, yeah. Life in a Day. And, and, uh, in, well, I tend, to turn that, I tend to do a new film like every seven or eight weeks. That's my schedule. <laughs> well, you did a great one. Um, <laughs> this, uh, th this film is just such an amazing piece. The story that it's based on, too, the true story that, that, that happened is unbelievable. Could you take me uh, through this a little bit as to as to how you got the project? Well, Mohamedou Slahi wrote the book Guantanamo Diary when he was still in Guantanamo. Um, he wrote it as letters to his lawyers, which is one of the things you see dramatized in the film, him writing his letters to his lawyers. And um, that book came out while he was still in prison. And I read it and I read some of it. And it extracts in newspapers and I was fascinated by it. I didn't think of making it into a film, but then Benedict Cumberbatch got in touch with me. Mm. He um, has a production company. He'd optioned the rights to the book. He was obsessed by it. And uh, he said, you want to make a movie? And I, first of all, was like, mm, a movie about the war on terrorism. Uh, we've seen a few of those, you know, how do you do? And then he said, look, just talk to Mohamedou. So I got on a Skype call with Mohamedou and he was so surprising. So not what I expected. You know, he was warm, funny, talked to me about his love for The Big Lebowski, his favorite movie. <laughs> um, and uh, he was he was also more than anything else full of forgiveness. And he didn't have the resentment and anger that I really expected him to have. And so um, I came off that call thinking, I want to make a movie about this man, because this is the way that we can see the war on terror from the other side, from the side of somebody on the Muslim side who has, who has suffered a great injustice here. And because he's such a, an appealing character, I felt like a Western audience would be able to relate to him. And that's obviously totally key to this movie working. And you've got such wonderful moving parts in this. I mean, your cast is amazing. I, you know, I'm, I've been a Jodie Foster fan ever since, you know, we, we were both little and <laughs> she can do anything, but, you know, she's also a brilliant director. So is there a shorthand between directors? Uh, no, you know, it's kind of intimidating directing someone who's a director. I, I directed Ben Affleck once, and that's also, you know, it's a little intimidating. He's a great director. But actually, I think both of them were able to separate their director self from their acting self. And I think in some ways they're quite relieved not to have to think about anything else, but just the one thing, the performance, you know. Um, but with Jody, what she brought as someone who's a you know been doing this for a long time and has done so many great performances and directed so many great films, what she brought is a real understanding of how much you need for a character to work for the audience. Yeah. And she kept saying, "I don't need that. I don't need that, Kevin. They're gonna they're gonna understand who I am. They're gonna know who I am from just the way I do this or the way I do that. And I don't need backstory." So she gave me she you know she pushed me to to cut back on, on both her and Benedict's personal stories and to make them really just people who are doing their jobs. And so the focus emotionally goes on to the prisoner, Mohamedou. Yeah, and, and brilliantly played by Tahar, just knows this character. I mean, just walking in, you know, and, and watching this film. By the way, the, the movie's available on Blu-ray and DVD, but if it's still playing in theaters, see it in a big theater because he, his eyes say everything. 
Yeah, he's a real movie star. There's so much complexity going on, so much ambiguity. You're not quite sure what to make of him. Is he guilty? Is he innocent? You know, who is the, yeah. you know, who is this guy? What has happened to him? And um, uh, it's a really hard sort of ambiguity to play because you find yourself liking him, but not quite knowing if you can trust him. And um, Tahar pulls that off brilliantly. He's, you know, he was involved in this project from virtually day one because we're old friends. And we worked together on a movie 10 years ago when he didn't really speak any English. And now his English is great. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I had that phone call with the real Muhammadu, I thought there's only one person who can play him, it's Tahar. And I really don't think there's anybody else who, 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 who could have done this. I think we would have probably had to, you know, throw in the towel if, if we didn't have him because, uh, you know, he, he has that same warmth. He has that great chops as an actor. He looks kind of like a slightly better looking version of, of the real guy. Um, and um, uh, so, yeah, and, and he was committed to this in a way that because it was a meaningful story for him and he was on board for a couple of years before we actually made it. And he and I talked about it a lot. We worked on the script. We worked on the dialogue. So, yeah, he was an integral part of it. People who watch movies, you know, as uh, you know, who aren't in the business don't understand that you're also casting uh, your crew and you you have a beautiful crew working on this. I mean, your your DP is just amazing. There is a bit of 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 noir to to what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a German Brit. He grew up in Germany. He came to film school here in Britain. Now he lives in L.A. He's uh, worked on a lot of interesting films. Danny Boyle, Sunshine, Steve Jobs, uh, some Lynn Ramsey films, all sorts of things. And uh, yeah, he brings a real kind of photographer's eye to it, you know, and his use of color and shadow is, is beautiful. And I think, you know, it's a real, it was frightening for him because you've got a lot of this is like people sitting in a room, sitting in a cell for a long scene. And how do you make that interesting? How do you, how do you keep it real, but also make it visually interesting and appealing? And what we discussed a lot was, you know, a held back kind of visual approach so that we, we in the first half of the movie, it's very you know restrained, very restrained, and then we build and build and build to into this big sort of cinematic sequence, which is all really about sound and image. Yeah, that's it's it, how do you make Guantanamo Bay look pretty? You know, and you just, <laughs> uh, in our well, final you know, moment, blue sky and blue sky <laughs> and orange jumpsuits. That's it. Sure. It's beautiful. Uh, in our final moments, we have together. Uh, what did you discover about all of this that you didn't previously know? Well, I think I took away from it what I hope the audience will take away from it, which is that, you know, these were human beings who went through this. Mm. And, um, you know, America acted in the way that it did over Guantanamo and over the war on terror because Americans were frightened mm. and they were lashing out because they were frightened about, you know, what had happened with 9-11 and, and thinking that could happen again. And, these, you know, there's, there's these evil people out there. And we build these, the, our enemies up into being monsters. But actually when you see them, when you spend time with them, they're human beings and they're doing what they're doing, you know, for reasons that we can understand because we're all, we were, we're all like them. And, and this, you know, this man, Muhammadu, who we made the film about, he was in prison for 15 and a half years, no charges brought against him. He's an innocent man. He was a victim of this and, um, you know, I think that's a perspective that we we need to tell. It's about time that that, that we saw that perspective on this whole era of, of recent history. 
That is a beautiful, beautiful film. And, and thank you so much. And again, as I always say, you know, after all this is over, I'm going to take you out for, a, for, for either a shot or a cup of coffee somewhere in the world. Kevin. But again, congratulations and, uh, and, and keep them coming. This, you're in the right business. You know, you tell stories and, and you do them so well. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Glad you enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.